0: purpose of this recording is to improve your love life through hypnosis.
1: KTBR, Break Room!
0: Let's move on, because it's time to move on. Hear the drama get wicked! excuse me motherfucker do you like jelly beans he was like yeah but not the black and the green ones motherfucker who said i had easter jelly beans to make a long fucking story short
2: i put a whole bag of jelly beans up my ass and it's 24 hours later and i, don't, I ain't find none yet <laughs> The Break Room.
0: Anywhere and everywhere, the savage forces of General Warhawk threaten the peace-loving people of the world. There's only one man to call. Get me.
2: The Break Room.
0: What am I asking? From the canyons of skyscrapers to the canyons of remote mountain peaks, Liberty's champion is unstoppable.
2: The Break Room,
0: helped by the mechanical genius known as Charles, and the master of disguises named
2: Dr. Franken-13 Stein,
0: the honor-bound protector of the innocent,
2: The Break Room,
0: the force of freedom. <laughs>
1: Broadcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room, with Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty,
0: Dirty Dustin.
1: Episode 257, (laughs) for mid-September 2016. Welcome back to the break Room. Now, Dustin is still recovering in a medical ward in downtown Dallas. I've been talking to his doctor, Dr. Juan Fitzpatrick, and I can understand that uh, you're healing nicely, but you've decided to have an extra uh, fake
3: appendage added to the top of your uh, Arby's roast beef platter. Still sutured up, but, uh, you know, it's starting to heal a little bit. There's a little bit of crusting going on, a little bit of scabbing. But uh, I'm sure it itches quite a bit. going to go ahead and rip that back open, and you know, do a secondary surgery. <laughs> Just going to add a, an extra God. fake peen on top? Yeah, why not? Does it have a
1: real uh, everywhere? Real karate chop action?
3: It does. One on top of the other. <laughs> it does like the old school karate chop action? Just slapping back and forth. Slap, yeah. slap, slapping. I sounds. can d- I can double helicopter now. <laughs> Well, I uh, will be able to once it heals.
1: Yeah, once it heals, yeah. You probably don't have full uh, appendage action at this point. Not
3: yet. Also, I would be in studio. I wouldn't be remote.
1: You'd be showing it to us in person. You can bend... You uh, can, oh, yeah. I'd
3: be helicoptered all over your face you can, if I was there.
1: You can curve it around and enjoy uh, self-pleasures.
3: I could hit both of you guys in the face at the same time <laughs> with two helicopter blades.
1: <laughs> oh, you're having two uh, two inserted in addition to your roast beef platter. Exactly. Two. Oh, wow. You're There's going to be
3: all kinds of activity going on down there. You're
1: going to put on a, a show at the uh, local strip club? No. Yeah, S- Sunday
3: nights at 11. You'll see me down
1: there. Dirty, dirty Dustin. Set to uh, She's My Cherry Pie, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or pour some sugar on me. Or that. Yes.
3: Any it's got of- a lit up sign that has two helicopters, you know, one <laughs> going one side, and one going the other. Anyone- Sunday nights
1: at 11. <laughs> It'd be quite the show as you're firing ping pong balls out of your newly crusted veg.
3: I may end up having to move to Vegas to really take the show, you know, to the next level. But for now, I'm going to try it locally in DFW. Yeah, that's some Circulus du Soleil shit that you're about oh, to yeah. pop off there.
1: That once could be a permanent it, fixture on the strip, but here, I don't know. Once we'll it see. starts, once it stops, crusting over. <laughs> right. Who's scrubbing off the crust? Is your wife taking care of that? Well, I invited you up. We'll see if you show up or not. Yeah, but I don't look. I don't like crust. I just like meat. Oh okay. no, crust! You
3: just, you just want to see the helicopter once it's done. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with the intermediary <laughs> procedures. <laughs> I don't do well with blood. I just tend to pass out into my own vomit.
3: Well, we'll see. That's a work in progress. <laughs> you going to have more appendages put on? You never know. I might be out week three next time. I'm hungry. I want some food.
0: It's time for another award-winning edition of the Taste Buddies. Taste Buddies. Assemble. As soon as I step foot in the shot, I know that I don't know what I want. Chicken donna, coffee kebab, or uh, lamb shish,
1: or a mixed special. I know, Sometimes what? I get
0: a coffee, or some next one I can't say properly. Now,
1: Lamps one of my, uh, on my lips. Just get a favorite things as a kid was to get a slushie, <laughs> And I, and I do remember, my- back in the day, you'd go to a Kmart, and you would have the second-rate slush puppy. Not quite the high-end that the icy was, but you could get a slush puppy at their local uh, snack bar. And you can get the there red.
3: wrong with the slush puppy? It no, it's not.
1: You can get the red or the blue. And uh, what we're taking on today, I found these at Walmart. What I've noticed is, you know, recently they reported that Target sales were down like ten percent over the last quarter. And I think what I found out today is that if you are a snackologist, Target is not the place to go. And I think this is why their sales are down ten percent because they don't have the snack variety that one would expect. If you go to Walmart, however, what they decided was we're going to trump Target
3: by increasing our snack varietals. And you have a now, lot Tar- more variety. Target is there. the one that was missing the uh, the beloved Lay's chips that Thomas found later on. You're very you know, right. Out three out of the four <coughs> varieties. Exactly You're very right about that. Why do you think Target's sales are down? Follow the money. Exactly. It's
1: because of that. And I went. I decided. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stroll over to Yonder Walmart. I don't like entering that uh, facility, but I'm gonna go there. And guess what? I was surprised by the amount of snacks found that I could find. Needed. I found what I needed. And now today gonna be a
3: regular Walmart shopper.
1: Today we're gonna take on Every the day. Slush Puppy. Now this is a bagged form of the. 1980 uh, slush puppy it's basically an icy except it's in a, some sort of thick plastic uh, like a hawaiian punch type sack and you're supposed to put it in your freezer and, and uh, freeze it and let it freeze it i don't know that we've frozen did it enough this time because it feels fairly liquid yeah it feels pretty liquid right now Man, um,
3: super frozen what's wrong with your freezer well, apparently it sucks so we're gonna I just s- smash it up to even make it slightly liquid really well maybe we
1: need to resort to the backup snack then no, it's good. We're good. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have liquid. You'll have uh, mostly ice. We'll meet somewhere in between. But uh, it's got a picture of the old, if you've ever seen a slush puppy, it's got, uh, there's a, do- a white dog with a blue sweater that has a giant S on it, and he's wearing a uh, blue toboggan as well, a-, a toque, and he's holding, it gets very meta, very inceptiony here. He's holding a cup with a picture of himself that's holding a cup with a picture of himself on the front. Yeah, pull my fucking mind,
2: man. It stops there, though. His cup doesn't have the same. We
1: don't know, because we don't... If you Maybe if we got an electron microscope, we could go even further. You can see it right now. The you cup can't, on the cup you can't is see. not holding it. You can barely see anything. Your eyes are not that good. Yeah, your eyes are terrible. <laughs> You're pretty much legally blind, so... If we were to pull out a microscope, an electron microscope, we might see that it goes on forever into infinity. That's how good Slush Puppy is. So now the, I have a question for
3: you guys. Yeah. Uh, since, you know, we are in... Totally different areas of the ball sack of the Metroplex. Are you guys cutting the top open? or Are you just going to pull the little, uh, the little screw top thing off? I'm pulling the screw top because okay. I'm a, I'm afraid since mine is more
1: liquid than ice, it's going to explode all over Thomas's face. Because you do see the option to cut it open, right? I see that, yes. But or since this mo- way, since it's mostly liquid, if I if her going mostly ice like yours, since you decide to waste all kinds of energy, I might do that. But since I'm green and freeze in my freezer, I don't think that's like a total waste. Now, the screw top is the more convenient for sure. If you want to just enjoy it for its liquid flavors, that's the way to go. But if it is full ice, like Dustin says, because he chooses to waste electricity, then maybe you want to go for the cut.
3: The hospital has high powered uh, freezers. It does. That that frees
1: all kinds of organs. Oh. The back on the, the of it says freeze pouch, squeeze pouch, and drink pouch. Now, since heart is mostly liquid, apparently, we can't squeeze the pouch because it's all liquid, pretty yeah. much. My, uh, yeah mine is like
3: 99% ice.
1: That's because you have an organ freezer. They're trying to preserve them so they can transport them across the country and save kids. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, We're not there yet. Calm down. So the flavors you could get back in Kmart back in the day were cherry and blue. I was going to say, what was blue? I do remember blue. I don't know. I don't know what blue was, but it was it was the flavor known as blue. I don't think that's right. I think you're wrong. Uh, it, was def- it was definitely blue in flavor and blue in color. I don't know what blue equiv- equivocates to in uh, smell, but... I have taste. no idea. But this thing definitely smells like cherry. Like, uh, like a snow cone cherry.
3: Now, we'll shoot out a little centipede of uh, frozen f- uh, flavor into your mouth if you do get the frozen version. You can do the screw top and then just squeeze it into your mouth. It squeezes out kind of like a kind of like a bottle of toothpaste or something like that. But um, it is frozen or it is cherry, and uh, you know. So like not, some not, not not terrible. It's like someone's laying a thick load in your mouth. Yeah, it's like someone just
1: lays a big old load in your mouth. Maybe like you will be here in the future with your extra <laughs> appendages to yourself.
3: Like I'll do to both of you when I have two helicopters.
1: Mm, sounds delicious. Does it taste like cherry? <laughs> yeah, it does. And that's not bad. I agree. I think for a summer confection, if this were more frozen, I got a few chunks of ice here, but it didn't freeze enough. as like your organ freezer. But I think for a summer confection, I bet this is pretty good. I don't think it's as good as maybe if they gone Hawaiian Punch flavor. Like, I think Hawaiian Punch could trump these guys pretty easily.
3: Sure. And, it, you know, it's it's the standard fake cherry taste that, you know, like a Jolly Rancher or something would have. It's not real cherry taste. but Oh, yeah. It's overly sweet. For what it is, it, it
1: works. Yeah, absolutely. Where I give them props, though, mad props of respect, is for innovation. They get they <laughs> have the technology angle here. They decided to put it in a pouch and put it in that's your home freezer. True. You don't have to go to find a 1980s Walmart to get your uh, slush puppy. You can do it at home.
3: they did have to go find they that. Unleashed
1: this is mad props respect I'm giving them right now. This is space age technology. I bet these had they have these on the uh, International Space Station. I bet this is part oh, of their emergency kit.
3: There's no doubt about it.
1: This is the dessert of the International Space
3: Station. Oh, yeah.
2: If you, I, think you, I think you're not understanding what it takes to be in, in space. Definitely frozen. <laughs> <laughs> like, the food they have in space is, like, it is in a tube that you can squeeze, but the whole point is to not be refrigerated for the most part. Like... <laughs>
3: So so you don't this think is you're, not, like you're oh, this is space,
2: not. you have
1: a space-age technology I feel like can you, go ahead and read something real <laughs> okay, quickly. just because you're you, in space. You don't think they have for refrigerated technology in space? No. Where they invented refrigerated technology? Oh, no. Refrigerated technology they is space they invented age technology. They didn't invent it in space. We had refrigerators we before we had space. Everything was invented in space. Before NASA, there was no refrigeration. <laughs> right. They invented refrigeration in space. <laughs> no, that doesn't make any sense. Everything is space-age technology. Okay. What do you space think? Age, space age doesn't mean it was in space that it took place. If what do you think an astronaut's going to pick? Astronaut ice cream or this? I think they're going to go for this. They see a little dog with a fancy hat drinking an Inception cup. They're going to go for that because that's some science bullshit. Drinking in an Inception cup.
3: They're going to be like Tang. That's kind of spare. What if we froze Tang? Yeah, much better. No, it's still much spare. Much so maybe we'll
1: go to the next one. And we'll go for uh, we'll go for red flavor there. I think the blue was blue raspberry.
2: Just to, by the way. Blue also known region. as blue. Also okay. known as blue. Okay. Still sure. just blue. For short, for morons like y'all. Ratings. Thomas. Uh, two thumbs down. It's god off. Why? It's Why? A god off. Why? Um. Well, I mean, part Why? of it is probably because it's in complete liquid form for me. So that's. <laughs> but it tastes when you're drinking it like liquid form. It's got you know you've got what eight fluid ounces here. And of those ounces, I think there's eighteen ounce I think there's eighteen grams in an ounce. So you've basically got a quarter of this thing is sugar. <laughs> Tell so us more about metric conversion times like. <laughs> It tastes like fucking sugar and crappy cherry flavor. What do you
1: expect? It's a
2: slush puppy. Okay. But when it's in ice form, I'm sure it comes off differently, much like a snow cone would, as opposed to drinking a snow cone liquid. <laughs>
1: There's nothing wrong with just downing a giant vat. Okay, that's a snow your cone opinion.
2: Syrup. My opinion is that's two thumbs down because that's terrible. So it's I support really, Thomas. on that. It's there. really not very Liquid's fair no is no to good.
1: slush puppy
2: here for my rating. But all I can tell you is how I'm, your imagination. How I'm eating it, how I'm how I'm applying it to my taste buds right now. So use your imagination. Two two thumbs down. Just like Double
3: Dead Willy Wonka asked you to. Use your imagination.
2: So, Slush Puppy, if there's anybody to blame for this terrible ranking that's going to end up losing you many, many, many thousands of dollars over the next couple months, uh, it's Mark's Refrigerator. Hey, look,
1: I offered backup snacks here, and you guys refused. I said, I warned... I put out blinking lights that said I'm, it might I'm, not be I ready know in how time. shitty yours was. Mine was frozen, so it was good. Look, but I'm saying, even after we grabbed them out of the vault, I said it might not be ready, so maybe we'd resort to the backup snack, but you what said nay. Whatever the
2: circumstances, your your freezer still sucks, so that's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, it is. It does suck. But it's not prepared for organ harvesting like Dustin's. Okay. For black market organ harvesting. What was that word? I don't know. Um, uh, harnessing. Uh, harnessing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame it. I offered the backup snack, and you guys said nay, so I feel like Thomas's review is tainted, so I'm going to go with mine. Mine, I say this guy is spot on. He tastes just like cool. I can. Im- I got a little chunk of ice in mine, so I can imagine what it tastes like in full ice form, and it tastes just like the uh, red flavored slush puppies I remember strolling along, strolling through the colon of Kmart back in nineteen eighty five, looking at GI Joe toys. Barbecue sauce? Now I was eating slush puppies, not barbecue sauce. That was later in the day. <laughs> I think it tastes just like I remember. I think it's spot on. I think I love the te- the space age technology. And I think it's great. I think it's a great innovation. And I th- I like the way they push the barriers of uh, food technology. So I give them two thumbs up. So do
2: you remember the... Uh, and Slush Puppy kind of did this as well, too, because I'm looking at a picture of him. Do you remember, like, the ice pops um, that were just basically this, frozen in a little, you know, foot-long little bag? No. You know what I'm I remember about? that. Oh, yes. The Cut the yes, top sir. off of them and you just... Ev- so this right now is like drinking one of those... Completely liquid, and Do you that's, remember the Ultimate That's warrior? terrible. It's just- It's just No, terrible. those were good
1: back in the day, too! No, nothing I, wrong with that. They, they were fine when they were ice! There's nothing wrong with mainlining sugar. <laughs> well, that's your opinion. It's my
2: right, and it's my... fact. Yeah, it's your- No, it's not a fact, that's a matter of opinion. Shut okay. up! Okay. Dustin. Listen to yourself.
1: Do you remember the old desk chairs? You remember the guy now, someone who, who used uh, to walk the streets of Abilene, his dad with the eye this cancer? consumed at a
3: completely different location and actually had it fully frozen as it's <laughs> intended to be consumed. I will defend both of you in saying that if it was completely liquid, it would probably suck. So I, I defend Thomas on that. It's, you, it sir. probably would not be very good liquid. But in a solid uh, frozen state, not a bad little treat. It squeezes out of that little, uh, the little spout pretty nicely, comes out in like a little... Uh, Solid snake-like form and goes right into your mouth and right into your gullet and uh, you know it's everything I would want from any kind of slushy. I've I like Mark have consumed Ices and in uh, these slush puppies over the years. I think Icy is superior. Uh, They're were- quite Icy level, but I would say for what it is and uh, for the packaging, pretty creative little packaging. I got to give them that. So for me, uh, I'd give it two thumbs up. It, it, it hit my expectations. Persona? I wonder
1: if the movie version of the slushie will be Inception 2. It's Leo dressed as a dog on a cup, dressed as Leo, dressed as a dog. Drinking an icy, though. Drinking really an icy. Go, yeah. <laughs> We're
0: throwing it off.
1: Chris Nolan's next masterpiece, Slush Puppy, <laughs> the movie starring Leo DiCaprio. Inception 2, Slush Puppy. All right. <laughs>
2: All right, Mark. What do you think?
0: After we do this line of coke, huff this pain, and tastefully really tuck, we'll be right back to the break room. Go ahead and get naked and call in the question of the week to 469-665-9827. Open the door, but shut the screen.
3: Open
0: oh, the door, Shut the screen, open the door, but open. shut the screen. It's too dang hot, and it bugs too dang mean. Hello there, I'm celebrity
2: Dustin. Me, 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 me,
3: me, me. What do they do with the penis? Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? That's a good. That's a good uh, surveying whiny baby bitch. It's <laughs>
0: He's sweet, he's clean,
3: he's dustin'. Nobody's gonna listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. Yes, let's all just shut up. Although that wouldn't make a very good podcast. Yeah, not at all. Good point. So let's go ahead and talk. What up? All right, so I guess this is my segment. Um, Again, still healing from multiple surgeries. Do you have your taint up in the air, elevated, with an ice pack? Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's very elevated, uh... I have a rush of blood to the head. It's super... My face is just super red. Uh, so hopefully I can actually keep it together and not pass out before the end of this. We're I kind
2: of hope you do. We're going to need a picture of this for the website just to see how you managed a
3: podcast like that. <laughs> so everybody keep a lookout on... Uh, what's, that, what's that site again? Periscope. Yeah. Take a look on Periscope. <laughs> I'll Periscope it later. Deal. Okay. So this Thanks is going to the be yet another blog list because this show loves lists, right? Who doesn't like List? This list is bullshit. If you guys don't like List, then fuck off. But I think all the listeners good list. like List. Yes. And I'm hoping this is not a list we've done before because it is from 2013. If we have, we're going to go ahead and do it again. Anyway. All right. Uh, because this list <laughs> is the 20 best TV series finales ever, according to. Some really obscure website called Entertainment Weekly. I don't know. I've never really heard never of it. Never heard them. of them. They seem like a bullshit website. It's it's probably bullshit, but you know, I, I I drug it up in the deep interwebs and this is what I came up with. This list is now, bullshit. This is uh, from twenty thirteen, so if you guys have anything newer that you want to add, uh, maybe be thinking about that. I have one that I would add to this. Um, but we'll see what uh, what everybody thinks of. It's a season, uh, or s- end of it. season or series finales. This is series finales. Oh, good, this, good, good, good one. Yeah, 20 best series finales of all time. Okay. <gasps> so, starting off at number 20, um, uh, this kind of tells me that this list is bullshit. It's not a horrible finale, but top 20, I uh, think I disagree with. And that is the finale of Friends. I mean, I get
2: I get why that would make this list, even if it's not one of the best. It's also paying tribute to one of the biggest shows ever. So, that's For, probably what they're doing there.
3: The, the downside they're there... Hang on one second. Their description is Ross and Rachel were good. we in it for good. Monica and Chandler had twins. Phoebe was happily married to Mike and Joey had a new chick and a duck with new sets and goals all around. The characters seemed ready to move on with their lives. but The same can't be said for us. Much like Monica's purple wall department in the final scene, we will always be a little empty without our friends. No, oh, that's stupid,
1: but whatever. <laughs> well, you know, first of all, they'd gone about two seasons too long on that show at that point. Probably could have wrapped it up after season seven or eight. Probably would have been a lot happier at that point. But true. all you can do at that point is really just put a bow
3: in things. And I think they did that okay. I think they did a great job of that. Um, now, I, I don't think they went uh, too long quite as badly as, say, The Office did. But, yes, they could have ended probably at least a season earlier. Or even Frasier. Frasier went too long, too.
1: <clears throat> yeah, true. But, uh, yeah, I guess it, it depends what else is on this list. But uh, I can't
3: argue that it should be in the top 20. Number 20, uh, for being on this list, I guess I don't argue the placement if you're going to put it on here. Um, Although, actually, I think it might be better than a couple, but we'll we'll get to those shortly. Um, Number 19, uh, this is a show that I didn't watch. (laughs) Uh, I did watch it, but I don't remember watching the ending because I kind of bailed on the show a few years before it was over. Mark, I think you watched it, and Thomas, I think you never did watch it, if I remember right. Uh, But number 19 is the very big powerhouse, E.R.,
1: Boy, um I did, but I can't say I watched it all the way through. I think I the last episode I remember watching is the one where Dr. Green, was that Anthony Edwards? A- yes, Dr. Green, yes. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I, when he died of cancer. Yeah, I used to watch it. Uh
2: I oh, okay. I definitely watched through that part. Uh I think I watched a little beyond that, but yeah, it went on for like twenty fucking yeah, years or I'd, some shit.
1: I think it was. I think I was in. It was yes. still going on when I was in college.
3: But 94 to 2009. That's
1: yeah. how long it went. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't I watch. Keep, it wow, that long. I can't believe it went that long. Years, sixteen years. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah when Doctor Green left the scene, I was out, and I felt like that. To me, that was a great ending God to the. It was it. Well, it was I didn't was realize ch- you had
2: your Doctor Green all the way wristband <laughs> on all the time. Well, Doctor Green was such hey, a great you character. you know, I,
3: I gotta back Marcus up. That's that's one I build on it too. When Doctor Green, um, spoiler <laughs> alert, from a very old show at this point, when he went to Hawaii and then ended up dying of brain cancer, that was yeah. pretty much the end of it for me. Yeah, that was a really sad episode. That was sure. it was, and it was such a great episode. I really didn't yeah. have any interest in
1: continuing after that. Pow. Yeah,
3: so, I mean, honestly, I'd probably put Friends above ER, but I didn't watch well, that, so yeah, I, I, I I don't
1: know. yeah, I don't know what the series finale was, but I would have to say they went even longer than they should have on that show, so I'm going to put them below Friends. <laughs> I all agree, right?
3: yes. Right. Number 18, a show that we've all definitely watched over the years, uh, but I don't know, I, I definitely stuck to it, uh, or stuck with it at the end, uh, I missed a couple of seasons in between, and I did not watch the rebirth of the show, and this show is twenty four. I didn't watch the rebirth either that was definitely a show that had a
1: lot of ups and downs in it mm-hmm. uh in every season it would get really good at points and then really really stupid at points The season five or season six when he, I think when he was in New York maybe yeah uh, with the evil president was so dumb was so, yes. so dumb uh the last thing I remember watching was the short mini movie they made that was a two-hour movie and it was like him in africa was that like the wrap-up of the show no there was a series
3: finale and then they did the. it ended in 2010 just to let you know and then apparently there was a rebirth in 2014 that did one season i don't really count that one uh the last the last episode (laughs) i remember is when jack was out like they were trying to capture him and he was out of the run and chloe found him via the satellite and he gave like a little nod to her. And that was kind of the end of it. Yeah, that was the, that's the real finale that I remember. And it was fine. I don't know if it's 18th best overall, but it was fine. It's definitely not No, It should be way down the list below
1: friends though, because it just, it's one of those shows that was so dumb at some points.
2: God. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it it was called Twenty Four Live Another Day in twenty fourteen when it came back. Yeah, too. it's crazy.
3: Right. They did a twelve episode little mini-series deal, deal.
1: And they're trying to reboot it yet again with Are they. Except they're going to have another character. It's not a different. It's not a complete reboot. It's going to be the same
3: universe, just a new Jack Bauer type guy. Fox just can't that's really not Jack go. Bauer. Well, ABC is doing another thing, a new series with Keith for Sutherland, where he's like, um, I guess during the State of the Union they take one one representative off to a bunker in case the whole thing blows up and the president and everyone dies. And I guess in this scenario, everyone dies with the one rep, and Keith Sutherland <laughs> is the one representative that becomes the new president. So Jack that's Bauer. a new BBC show that's coming out.
2: You're right, Mark. Jack Bauer Jr. 24 Legacy starts next year. Yep, <laughs> there you go. Yep. Shoot me in the face.
3: <laughs> All right. Now, up next, uh, Thomas and I will... Utterly disagree with the placement on this. Mark might think it's perfectly fine, but uh, number seventeen on this list is six feet under.
2: Sixteen, horseshit.
3: Seventeen, not sixteen. Angela. That's horseshit. There's 16. no way.
2: That's a top five, if not top ten. I mean, top ten, if not top five. That's that's now,
3: ridiculous. I agree. Now, uh, Entertainment Weekly says it wasn't nearly the week fest that the funeral of uh, for Nate was, but who could forget the haunting notes of uh, sighs, breathing, uh, breathe me. Uh, playing throughout the final six it's minutes as Claire drove away. It's which, see yes, that is a very uh, that's a very sad song. If you've seen the end of the show, I think this I think this finale is for me personally. It's probably a top two or three. Absolutely.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, so it's to be low. Amazing. Is pretty bad. Yeah, now, I've
3: Mark, the... I know you didn't like it quite as much as we did, but do you think that seventeen may be a little low? Uh, ye- well, it's hard to say. without, of
1: course, no, it's on the list, but sure. it should be in the. Top twenty five, above twenty four, and above Friends. Yes, absolutely. I thought it put a, it was a great series. Um, I think the the downside was I watched it so many years later than everybody else, and I kind of had an idea what was going to happen, anyways, just based on HBO Go's layout. So I kind of knew what was what was going to happen. And yeah, HBO
3: uh, Go needs to fix that where they don't put the last the last episode first yeah. whenever you're looking for stuff.
1: So you put, it has just a little thumbnail, and I kind of had an inclination about what was going to happen. And which was kind of a bummer. And then yeah, some, that, when I was, it really is. I was at a party, and then somebody just blurted the whole thing out. Oh man! So oh well, yeah. who did that? Somebody named Julie Lively. Uh,
2: okay, not not, <laughs> not anybody in this podcast. No. Okay. Um, blurted it out. And that is of, uh,
1: JFK aficionado Julie yeah. Lively. <laughs> exactly. Kind of blurted it out for me, and so kind of ruined the whole thing. But that being said, it did put again puts a nice bow on the entire series. Wraps up everybody's storyline. You're not left wondering what's going to happen to anybody. It did. They God. did. A re- I think they did just about as good a job as they could do.
2: It's one of sure. the most phenomenal last three minutes of television I've ever seen
3: in a series before. It's so crazy good. Such and good I don't idea. disagree uh, with what they say that maybe the Nate death was a little more. Again, I didn't know anything about this show when I was watching it. Him dying was a little bit more of a shock to me. It was. I guess. Well, but, plus they'd done it before. Like they'd f-
2: they'd acted as if he had before earlier right. in the show, earlier in the right. season. Um, so it was kind of like, okay, really this time, or it just it. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Bye
3: sure. bye. Good lord, Jeez. <laughs> that's what they said. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we'll keep going, and uh, we'll probably reference back to six feet under because oh, I yeah, think it's absolutely. still a top a top two, three, four, um, and some of these that they put up here, I think we'll easily be able to. Uh, Go ahead and say this list is bullshit, but number 16, 16. a show that all three of us absolutely love and always say is a pinnacle show, is The Wire. Man. You know what's funny is I have a
2: hard time remembering exactly I remember a couple of different things about the season finale, but I don't remember
1: everything about it. I don't either, because I haven't seen it in many years. I need to go... I haven't seen it since I
3: watched the original run of it. So they they noted as uh, Carcetti was elected governor, uh, uh... Carver was promoted to lieutenant, and McNulty celebrated his forced early retirement from the police with a a traditional Irish wake. I do remember Uh, that. Bubbles was clean, um, and then, yeah, that's basically what they... And I remember the one kid
2: becoming the new Omar. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, Bodie? Yeah, Bodie becoming the new Omar.
3: Yeah.
2: That's, yeah, but that, God, that was such a great show. Uh, Obviously, I would agree with it being in a top 20 list.
1: I felt a... I do remember feeling like the ending felt a little rushed. Um, but I feel like they were kind of in that position where they never had the ratings that they should have had.
3: They were never going to get a season six.
1: Yeah, and so they kind of got... They were lucky to get as far as they got. And the fact that they were able to even have a an ending on the show was
3: a great thing. And I think they did a good job for what they had in front of them. So. Yeah, and and for this show, to me, obviously the shocking moment was the, the Omar death. But, you know, right. I, I kind yes. of... Yeah, that's true. Sense. I... I still have some misgivings about that. I
1: I think it made sense for the overall narrative, though. I guess it makes sense for the universe, but it's yeah. still kind of... it. Yeah, I totally forgot about that, and that still bugs me. Because yeah. he's kind of one of those characters that transcended the story, in a I, way.
2: I get it, but that's why they made Bodhi the new Omar at the end of it. I mean, it was kind of... I thought it was
1: good, the cyclical nature of the show yeah, in general. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally
3: good. get it. Yeah,
1: It still bother. It does still bother me, though, because I liked him so much. It still bothers me the way that he died. Because it just was oh, yeah. so but, offhand, you know? Like, But then again, I've, it's you can kind of argue with The Sopranos, too, which I'm sure is on somewhere on <laughs> this list, but uh, you could argue, well, maybe that's just the nature of the side that they live in it's not the the major takedown that in somebody it's the offhand in that exactly. case the offhand shooting it's also
2: it's also one of my favorite lead ups and eventual deaths of a bad guy in the show for Stringer Bell on that on that specific show that was was amazing oh yeah there was just a lot of good
3: shit on that show well yeah. it's like the Jesse James movie a few years ago when some spare <laughs> killed him you know you have the badass that should yeah. be able that could kill anyone but some spare can get you in the wrong moment and take you out
1: yeah yeah, it, I just wanted something better for that character. I think that's yeah. that's just me as a fan I wanted something he better. Had for that a legacy. Bodie took on
3: his legacy. Yeah, I know. I know. Still true. Uh, now number fifteen. I would totally argue with this even being in the top twenty because I think this is a fucking terrible finale for an otherwise great show, and that is Seinfeld. Mm.
1: Um. Yeah, I would kind of agree with you there. It's uh, it's one of the worst finales of all time, and I don't understand how anybody could put that in the top 25. It had a few moments. Now they moments.
3: said, um, just to let you know what the, their argument for it is, it says, so much about the signature is great, but we're going to single out the parade of past favorites who file into the courtroom to testify against Jerry and the gang who were on trial for, well, being horrible people. Okay. I mean, yeah, they brought back a lot of old people that were on the show, but it doesn't make it a good episode.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think Larry has, Larry David has a problem of, Endings. He he doesn't know how to end a show, and I I think we saw this with *Curb Your Enthusiasm* when it was season five or six, when they're originally supposed to end the show and they end *Curb* with he dies and goes to heaven, right? And then they come back for season six or
3: seven, and he's back like nothing ever happened. The funny thing is, though, if you go research it, Larry David actually left after season seven. Oh, really? Okay, well, this is a Seinfeld ending. I didn't
1: know that. What does Mark know? I know what love is, and I want you to know. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know that, though, but uh, that was uh, that was a terrible ending. It yeah, was... I agree.
3: Shouldn't be on this list. Should be way below six hundred and
1: Friends, even. But it's one of those shows It's like, how do you expect it to end? I mean, I, I feel like I, I would be in the same position of, as a writer. I wouldn't know how to end that show, either. I mean, you, it's not one of those shows where you're, like, friends, where you expect everybody to marry off and sure. go have kids
3: or whatnot. I, I don't know how you would end that show. Which I thought was funny. Jerry Seinfeld recently came out and <clears throat> talked about Friends and said... Oh, that's basically a different version of our show with nicer-looking people that are more put together. <laughs> wow, like kind of. I mean, you're kind Not of right. Really? <laughs> all right, number fourteen. Another classic, classic show that all three of us do enjoy quite a bit. Uh, you guys even more than me, but I did like it quite a bit. And that is Battlestar Galactica. Oh, Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, I absolutely. Would say, I would say that show. I think the first half is awesome. And I have some misgivings about the second half. Of the entire show? No, no. I'm talking about the series finale. Oh, gotcha.
3: Because uh, I don't know. I think it ended really well.
1: Well, I still have some problems with the... The main thing is the wrapping up of uh, Starbucks' storyline. That they really didn't know how to end that. They really didn't know where they were going with her doppelganger.
2: Obviously, I had a problem with that. Um, I did have a problem with that. It was really hard the first time I saw it. As far as... You know, I just didn't like it. But the more I the more I thought about it, the more the, the more okay I became with it. I'm still not. I still would have done it differently, but I don't think that particular thing. And there's a couple of other goofy things like the father and son saying goodbye to each other to go to opposite ends of the planet, and then his, you know, woman dies anyway, and then Starbuck leaves. And like, well, why aren't the father and son hanging out together? Yeah. <laughs> other than those two pieces, for the most part, it was an incredible end to fucking incredible show.
3: I love the recycle nature of that ending. That everything's yes. going to happen again. Yeah, because, I just thought that was kind of a cool. From the basics to super technologically advanced, back to the basics. I thought yeah. that was a cool concept. Well, that was.
1: I mean, that had been obviously a repeated message throughout
3: the entire show. So that, I know, but the fact that they actually did that. No, yeah, no,
1: I, I, I agree. Really I good. thought that was great. I, th- I think that yeah, stop very much arguing. Stop arguing. I'm not, but I'm saying a lot of people had problems with that. <laughs> uh, really, for me, the no. the main thing was Starbucks. That she just disappeared. Yeah. And I it's like, it. uh, okay. Well, I mean, the
2: point is that she was dead all along.
1: Well I know, but right. then how did she how did she have she, a viper? They, how did all,
2: she... they all they had this whole Motif. The whole thing is that she's an angel that was sent back to to show them the way. That she died yeah. originally, and that she. I mean, that's the that's the narrative there. I, but I, I, I don't like it. but yeah. that's what it is. I'm not a fan of that. I know. I agree. That's my least
1: favorite. I part. I think the three of us all agree on that. I'm just saying that's what it was. Otherwise, I really liked it. But yeah. other than that, that, that's my main misgiving about that. Absolutely, but that episode. But the first half, as far as battle sequences go, is amazing. God. Really well done for a hardcore space battle. Really well done. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, so good. Now, number 13, I'm kind of surprised is rated this high. Uh, I always loved this show. Um, I know Mark watched it. I, I'm, I would imagine you did too, Thomas. I don't think we have ever talked about it, though. And that is uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. <clears throat> now, the finale says uh, Captain Picard found himself skipping through time, visiting his loyal Enterprise crew at the beginning of their voyages together and poignantly joining them for one last old age adventure. Yeah, that was uh, All Good Things, Part 1 and 2. That is true. true.
1: Much like in the encounter to Far Points in the the very first episode, he encounters Q again, and Q takes him through a trip through time. I love that series. Resuming the trial that that started next
3: year. It's a little weak in the beginning, but overall it's a pretty good show.
1: Well, it suffered... The first season, first two seasons, suffered under the direction of Gene Roddenberry, who had Vision, but he couldn't keep up with the modern times. And and it was very much like you know 1963 Star Trek in that every episode had nothing to do with the next and that pretty much continued throughout TNG but you got a little more play between the stories from three onwards like the Borg storylines the series the season finales tying into one end, one another and then you had DS9 after well after that that was just one giant story for the most part
3: um, now to take it back to um, is it better than Six Feet Under no no it's not but but for Star, a, but for it's star Trek for not even better than Battlestar honestly
1: um, it, I think it might be better better than Battlestar because. Oh, I don't think so. Well, you need I'm to go, sure. you should go back and rewatch it, but because okay. it's just for a cohesive story, I think it, it's it's a much more complete story than <laughs> Battlestar's was because it, it pretty much didn't leave anything to question. Okay. Did you ever see this, Thomas? I <clears throat> I watched the show off and on.
2: I was never as big a fan as Mark uh, or you apparently were, uh, but I definitely don't recall the last episode because I don't think I've ever seen it.
3: Yeah, that's. But I'm going to side that with that you on this and say Battlestar Galactica is better. something worth going back to watch. Uh, just personally, I, I think it's good enough. Uh, it does go into the 90s, so you'll be okay in your uh, time frame. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It does start in the 80s, but you know it does go into the 90s. No, I'm out. Okay. Did
2: it actually now, start in the 12. 80s? Oh, go ahead. Did it actually start in the 80s? 87,
3: 87. I think it was. Yeah. Man,
2: I didn't realize it was that old. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm out.
3: Now number 12. Um, I don't have a problem with this this finale being on the list uh, necessarily but I kind of think it's a little generic um, and there's there's much better. I think this maybe this would be l- uh, lower than friends in my opinion and that is the great great comedy named frasier. I don't remember what happened in the, in the series finale,
1: but I can tell mm. you everything after not everything, but most <laughs> of the things that happened after uh, Niles and uh, what's her fuck get together is pretty much all downhill from there.
3: Okay. Now the finale includes uh, the fact that uh, Daphne and Niles are having a baby, and the fact that Fraser decided to go ahead and go to Chicago, leave Seattle completely, and go chase after Charlotte. I don't know if you remember that storyline, Mark, but I don't remember. That Charlotte. is I Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember Charlotte, but um, yeah, I just I
1: had such a problem that the last few seasons, especially when Simon was a re- recurring character. He was just such. Him and his mom were such beatings. They were Daphne's brother and mother. Right. Such ass whips. Any episode that they feature prominently, you can just skip because it's a complete waste of airspace. Jeez. It's okay. Terrible. Just
3: basically like the last several, the yeah. last several uh, seasons. <clears throat>
1: There's moments there that are really good. Yeah. Uh, like when uh, Fraser destroys Martin's chair. Uh, that's a good episode. There's a few sprinkled here there, but overall, once Daphne and
3: Niles get together, it's all downhill from there. Right. So again, I think it's a little generic. Probably shouldn't be on this list at number twelve. Uh you know, if you want to throw it in at throw it in at twenty, maybe I won't argue, but it should definitely be below friends though. Way below friends or six feet under for sure. Yeah. Those are both way better than this. Uh and, Absolutely. and below Battlestar, in my opinion. Uh number eleven, uh, you know, maybe a little maybe a little awkward to talk about these days and wasn't as awkward to talk about in twenty thirteen, but that is the finale of the Cosby show. <laughs> <laughs> This list is bullshit. <laughs> it's not awkward. I don't
1: remember that finale, so I can't say.
3: Yeah, I don't really <laughs> remember it either. Um,
1: as far as shows go, if you just remove the Cosby rape, it was a good show.
3: <laughs> sure. It was, it was a good show. It was a good was show. I don't remember the
1: finale at all, so I can't say, but it was a I good don't show. Either.
2: I, I don't either. Yeah. I don't remember the finale. I mean, uh, one episode's m- pretty much like the next, as far as those
3: go. That's kind of my thought, too. It's kind of just all run together. Yep. Um it's like the, Which uh, again makes me think it shouldn't be in the top, you know, in it's the top like the fifteen.
2: Finale of Family Matters or some shit. You
1: you're know, you're either in the uh, Rudy era or the uh, Raven Simone era.
2: That's true. That's true. It was better. That's the
1: dividing line. You're either a Rudy kid or a Raven kid.
3: <laughs> all right, so we'll move past the rape and we'll go ahead and move on to number ten. <laughs> uh, number 10. ten. Mark already referenced this earlier, and I think we've all seen this at this point, And that is The Sopranos.
1: Yeah. Yeah, all right, we're rewatching The Sopranos, and we're I, almost to the finale again. I don't know. You right? remember have what happened? Thomas I
2: can't remember. Of course, yes, I have. I watched okay. it all like inside a two or three week period at some point.
3: <laughs> okay, fair enough. it's funny because yeah, you, no, and, you, you, you and I talked yeah, about. I think it's a great. Year.
2: Yeah, yeah. You and I talked about how we didn't mind it so much, and of course Marcus hated it. So, well, yeah. I
1: did because it's and it's the same problem I had with Angel in some ways is that it was such an ambiguous ending. Um. Sometimes that's fun, Mark.
3: But I think it, it fit perfectly fine for this storyline.
1: Uh, I guess. I, I, if you want to take the theme that, yeah, they just continued on as a family and things continue to happen in your mind and the, the adventure landscape that is your mind, okay, I guess. But I just wanted more of a finale to the story. We'd had you know six seasons. Well, really, seven if you count the split final season. I mean, we'd right. had seven seasons of the story. And I really and it seemed to all be leading to some point that never happened. And so I have right. some misgivings about it. I I'm more okay with it now, the nebulous ending. But so let me ask you this: <clears throat> If he is
2: shot at the end there, mm-hmm. and they fade to black, <clears throat> do you feel like that's a more justified ending? Um, like the point is registered more that you I, just alluded to. I don't know. Maybe I I don't feel like it. Shot. Just, that's, maybe that's I what don't know. I come back to is whether he walks out at the end or whether he gets shot, like, you still are left with this. I mean, I don't feel like it's ambiguous as much as you think it is. Like,
1: I just kind of feel like I wish maybe... And maybe this is just, you know, building up the, the character too much, but I kind of wish that maybe he had ascended to the top of the New York family somehow, like he had killed his way to the top, or uh, he yeah. had maybe just eliminated all rivals and he was sitting as the king at the top of the throne.
3: Rather than I than just as, agree with Thomas, like you said. Just, I think... The fact that he's just scared, and this is the whole, this is the life he's going to have to deal with, and maybe he's still alive to this day, or maybe he's dead. Who knows? I I think that's. I like that ambiguous ending, like that. I I think that kind of fits to his whole gangster mentality. That you know, you just it's not going to be an easy life. You know, if you if you go that path, it's going to be difficult. I think it
1: would have been. I'd probably still be more okay with it to this day if we had finally gotten that movie that was maybe going to happen at some point, but we never got that. So
2: yeah, but. That
1: that you'd be more okay with it because there'd be more conclusion to the right, story exactly. in your mind. I just wanted so more. You're conclusion. still
0: coming
2: back to well, it wasn't concluded. And keep
1: in mind, now. part of the frustration was I was someone who watched ninety percent of that show in real time, and it went you wow. went sometimes one almost two years between seasons, yeah, and that's so breaking montage. Uh, that that was very very <laughs> frustrating to have all that time, like almost ten years, probably worth of time. And to get a nebulous ending, that was really frustrating. <clears throat> when you're not held to a, a schedule like other shows are, like Battlestar or uh, Lost or something like that, that was really frustrating.
3: That's yeah. more of an HBO thing too. Though.
1: It is, it is. But I think about a show like Breaking Bad, where they they pretty much had the leeway that they wanted, but they still put a bow on it. So that that's where I got frustrated. It felt like to me as a real time viewer that they didn't know where, they didn't know how to end it. Much like Seinfeld, they didn't know how to end it, so they just like, eh, we'll just make it ambiguous.
2: Yeah, it's super. Yeah, but that is HBO in a nutshell for a lot of ways. One way is just to just be completely different than the bow on the ending type stuff. I mean, I I don't know. I don't have anywhere near the problem you have with it. Obviously, I didn't watch it in real time, so there is that. But I I I didn't have anywhere near the problem with it you did.
3: Now, number nine is a show Mark definitely watched in real time. Uh, Thomas and I are going to have to sit on the sidelines and just listen to Mark's analysis of the show because I've never seen it. I'm 99% sure Thomas hasn't either. And PB's that is Sarah Michelle Gellers, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah, I don't give a shit.
1: Uh, yeah, it was a good finale. Um, it was nice because it actually, unlike Angel, it didn't get canceled and got a real finale. And it, it's one of those, that, like, it tied up the all the bows on the existing series and left a path for the future, if that made sense. And it still changed the characters, but then left you kind of a direction that if they wanted to continue it. in Some of their genre or media they could, and they did. Um, sure. They continued it in comic book form uh, with season eight, and uh, I think I think it was a decent se- a season finale. Not my favorite season by far. Should but, it be
3: number nine above all these other ones. Um,
1: mm-hmm. definitely above question. Sopranos, probably below Battlestar, probably below um 6 feet under. Yeah. Um you can't say yeah, you haven't seen the seen it so you don't know. <laughs> if uh, I don't care to watch it, then I'm going to say yes, 6 feet under is better. No, you still have no opinion. So, um I have an
2: opinion. You may just not think it's valid. Yeah,
1: it was it was it was well done. And it's funny you, you think about the nebulous. I'm sure Angel's not on this list, but it, since it's a Whedon show. It's not. Um <laughs> you know, I remember you had a problem with Angel and I didn't. And it's I felt like, well, they got canceled. So this is about the best they could do at the last minute, and yeah. they they had the nebulous ending where they're stuck in an alley, they're about to get attacked by a horde of demons and dragons, and the whole message of it was they're just going to continue fighting no matter what. And I remember you had a severe problem with it, and I didn't, and I'm still. I think I feel like we're still in that same position today. But they had like the last minute cancellation, whereas The Sopranos had about ten years to figure out what the finale was going to be.
3: Yeah, I mean you're probably right. I just. I feel like The Sopranos was a little more open, because there's no telling that anyone was ever actually coming after them, it was just more kind of a generic thing, Yeah, uh, that they're probably just going to live in fear. Angel, it was like in the middle of a battle scene, and then they just ended it, and that was it. So I think that was my problem with it. Alright. Alright. Number eight. eight. (laughs) This is another show that we all definitely loved and watched, and we even had Thomas be a correspondent on, and that is The Shield.
2: Oh, fuck Yes.
3: I'm good. I've said all I need to. Uh, it says, uh, even with all the despicable things he's done, you can't deny that at least part of you wanted Vic Mackey to get away scot-free, and he did, sort of. Watching Vic Mackey sit behind a desk, filling out reports, all alone under the thumb of the FBI, it seemed clear that he was paying for his crimes in a way that cut him deeper than any prison ever could. There's, this may their, be, that's their assessment. This may be, uh, I, I don't
2: think it's going to be the only one, because I can imagine there's another one on this list, but this may be the first one on the list so far that we all watched together in real time. True. Yeah, it might be. I think it's the only one we did. Oh, there better be another one on this list. If it's not, this list is bullshit. Remember,
3: this came out in 2013. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. Never mind.
1: Yeah, it's one of those finales for me. I was really dissatisfied at the time. But I, it's grown on me. Oh, I was somewhat... Not... The shield? I liked that at the time. Yeah. I not any Now,
2: Mark, again, Mark has a problem without the bow on the end. And yep. there's no decisive bow there at the end. So,
1: Well, and... It's just one of the, it's. I guess. I guess maybe I wanted. In some ways, I either wanted Vic to die, or I wanted him to get away with it. I didn't like the the gray in between. I thought it was going to happen that way, Mark. But when it didn't, I was
2: like, "Yep, that's pretty true to the show, all the way across the board." I guess
1: so. And like I said, I'm more okay with it now. And it's one of those shows I need to go back and watch again. God, so good, so good. So, so good.
3: Yeah, I agree. I th- I thought it was great. I thought that I I kind of agree with what they uh, actually said on this uh, very obscure side of Entertainment Weekly about <laughs> the fact that he did kind of get fucked over even worse than going to prison because him filing generic paperwork is probably the worst thing ever that he could ever imagine yeah. doing. Well, and too. it was
2: a limited, like, it was two- or three-year deal that he had signed with them. So, right. I mean, that's all he was going to do for those three years, and then he was going to be out on his own. Nobody was going to hire him again. It was all going to be, like, he's, he's resigned to a life where he's never going to see his wife or kids again, well, ex-wife or kids again, and he's just basically living in his own private hell. He's never having any influence in the police force ever again, which is all really he wanted. Um, yeah. yeah I mean he's just he's just fucked for his life now so yeah, I liked it and they do the I, great I like great. he looks at the, at the very end he pulls the gun out of the drawer he looks at it you can tell like he's thinking about Shane's easy way out you know and he just kind of <sighs> at the gun and puts it in his back and walks out I mean yep it's a great ending
3: yeah you need to go back and watch it Mark and then love it like we do yeah exactly Uh, Now, number seven. uh, Seven. (laughs) I can't remember. I can't remember if Thomas watched this. I know Marcus did for sure, and I definitely did. Uh, This, to me, was a uh, show with a lot of potential that uh, the ending was a little generic and kind of uh, plain, and that was ABC's Lost.
1: Yeah, that needs
3: to be way down about number 25. (laughs)
1: Because did it put an ending on it? Yes. Everything leading up to it was intriguing, but... It don't, was,
2: don't don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. It's I'm kidding.
1: No, I, I'm gonna spoil it. It's just the fact they all ended up in some sort of purgatory or whatever yes. you want to call that at the end was the easy out. It felt like they much like Matrix Two, uh they set up this incredibly complex story. And then in the
3: end in Matrix Three, it was just a Jesus parable. And it felt they, like it felt like Well, Lost... they even reference in this, which I think is bullshit. It says we dare you not to cry at the final moment when their shot-for-shot shot callback to the very first scene of the series happens. Okay. I didn't cry. Hear yeah. me all you want, bitches. <laughs> yeah, I, I agreed. It's, uh, it was the
1: easy out. They clearly didn't know what to do. Uh, the series went way too long. And they, like I was saying, Matrix 2, they set this incredibly complex story and they went the easy out in the third movie. And that's why the Matrix was very disappointing as a series. First movie's great. The first couple of seasons of Lost were great, and they didn't know where to go after that. And I would say the lead-up, even to the series finale, was pretty good with the alternate storylines. Uh, sure. But the the last episode was just such an easy... Just <laughs> vomitous. Um, but, they got, again, they got to put a good, uh, good finale on it. I didn't hate it completely. I just really hated the last five to ten minutes when they're all standing in the church, uh, just gloating all over each other and about to have some heavenly orgy
3: yeah for me i didn't I didn't really like the last season that much I thought it was kind of spare like uh everyone was kind of everything was kind of dialed down and there was only a couple things going on you had that smoky thing going on with the smoke monster and uh jack and I don't know I just at that point I didn't even really give a fuck I just wanted it to be done timelessly <laughs> like, so oh, this is the most spare way that could have ended so I would That's put this point. way below a lot of these that we have mentioned. Um, except for Seinfeld. It's better than Seinfeld, maybe. But yeah. other than that, it's it's down there. Does it have a sperm in it? No. I don't think so. Uh, number six, we can kind of breeze by. This is just one that everyone six. says is so great, and everyone's watched. Uh, everyone did watch at the time, and it was uh, just a, a cultural phenomenon, and that is 1983's M.A.S.H. Uh, Move on. Don't care. Yeah. I never liked MASH, I never watched it, but nope. move on. Overrated. I get why it's on I get why it's on this list. But sure, well. I don't I don't like it. Uh sure. number five, this is a show again I think Mark <laughs> and I've watched I doubt that Thomas has. Or or if he did, he hasn't watched it in a while, and that is Cheers. I don't remember the
1: series finale of Cheers. I don't either. I've watched plenty. I of love them. Cheers, yeah. but I don't remember the series finale.
2: Yeah, I
3: don't need Well, uh, Ted Danson was going to take off, and then he decided that uh, he was going to take off with Diane, decided he didn't really want to do that, and he went back to his bar and stuff. That was pretty much the end. Okay. Oh, with the um, Uh, You know, I, I thought it was fine. Uh, I don't know that it's number five. It's best, definitely not that high.
1: Yeah. It,
2: it, it
3: was fine for what it was.
1: I will say for a show that went, how many seasons? Like eight or nine, right? Uh,
3: Yeah, it was, let's say, 82 to 93, so 11.
1: Yeah, okay. Woo. So I th- I think it's one of those rare shows that actually pretty much maintained its quality throughout. Yeah. I think they had the advantage of having so many accessory characters that they could explore, slowly explore all these other storylines. Like, you know, obviously, Frasier spun off, but they had Norm and Cliff and uh, Rhea Perlman, Carla, and they right. had all these different venues they could go or directions they could go in. And I think that really benefited them, whereas... Other shows are way too tightly contained for that. But I think they did, I, from what I remember, they did a really good job as far as keeping the funny alive. But I can't speak to the series finale.
3: Sure. Uh, now, the top four, uh, sure. Thomas can probably just go ahead and check out on these because <laughs> these are all, all shows before 1990. Uh, some of these I think you've seen, Mark, uh, or I know you've seen, um, and I'll see what you think of these two. This may not
2: be the greatest topic ever because I just don't give a crap. I, I, I can't agree with myself more.
3: Uh, now number four is a Nick at Night classic that uh, I've seen most every episode of. Uh, actually, I think I've seen every episode of. And I think Mark, you've seen a lot of is these. Bob is the Mary Tyler Moore uh, show.
1: Okay, I don't remember Mary Tyler Moore's uh, finale. So I watched a lot of it, but I don't remember the series finale. Uh,
3: it was it was okay. I mean, it was kind of a standard thing where uh, the whole basically what happened was the TV station shut down and they were having a little reunion before they, they left and went to other jobs. That's all it was. Okay, um, but. You know, it, it did spawn the uh, the very long the, for the series in general. It spawned the very long uh, career of Betty White, um, who was an utter bitch in the show, <laughs> which is kind of funny uh, seeing her later. But uh, Mary Tyler Moore was good. Uh, Ted Knight was great. Uh, great, it was, it was just, a great show. Lou Graham was a great character. Um, you know, so it was a great show overall. Don't forget Rhoda. Um, the the series finale. I don't know. It's you know, it, it was fine. It, it it wrapped up how it should, I guess. Um, because it kind of makes sense to go ahead and close it down and everyone leaves, um, but I don't know. Number four seems a little high. All right. Number three, a uh, a show that or a show that I've seen the movie with Harrison Ford in, Witness? but I've not seen the TV show of, and that is The Fugitive. Never saw the show. Can't say. Move on. I never I saw know. that. I never saw that show either. Two. They said it was watched by 72% of American TV households at the time in 1967, so wow. I guess that's why it's rated right this. Yeah, point. but you had like one channel at the time, so. two. That is true.
2: I think it was more like three.
3: <laughs> now, two. number two. Three! <laughs> maybe the most spare entry on here, because I've never even fucking heard of this show. It oh, happened great. in the 80s. Uh, Mark, maybe you've heard of it. Square Pegs? Uh, and the show was called St. Elsewhere. Did you ever watch yeah, that? I never watched it, but it was oh, on a spare fuck? show. It was a pretty it, seems really spare. it was a it was a
1: cultural hit at the time. But was I never it? I never okay. watched it, but it was a hit. I was I was too uh young for that show at the time.
3: Okay. They say uh the finale and the, all six all of the, the six seasons of the show happened in the sun's imagination within the show, oh. and that was a mind-blower the whole thing. I don't know. Again, it was an autistic kid. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so I'm going to say, "Fuck," St. elsewhere shouldn't even be <laughs> on this
1: Well, that you know, that's that whole thing that. Uh, <laughs> well, I have this. We've talked about this with Mister Robot, but uh, the like Dallas when Jr. got shot and it was just a dream. Right. Uh, is it novel? Is it not? I don't know. I, I have a feeling what number one might be, but we can talk about that in a second. But sure. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I might be mad if that was the case. All right, Especially so going on to
3: number one. I'm going to say, is it the Bob Newhart show? One. Look at Mark nailing number one. It is Newhart. It's not the uh, it's not the Bob Newhart show, but it's Newhart, the one that happened in the <laughs> 80s. Yes, <laughs> um, and little... that is the one that uh, basically implied that the entire series was in Bob Newhart's head because he woke up with the wife from his original Bob so, Newhart show uh, from the 70s. Yeah, Suzanne Plachette. So he he uh, he Mario this bitch. See, I again, I think it's more acceptable as
1: a comedy than it right. is for a drama because a drama you're so emotionally invested. Whereas a comedy, you know, you're bouncing around having laughs, hoo hoo, ha ha's and whatnot. And the fact that they tied it into the original Bob Newhart show uh, with the same set, the same mm. wife, Suzanne Plachette, was right genius. I think it's harder to to settle in your stomach when it's a drama and you get so involved in those storylines.
3: I agree. I Actually, I understand Newhart being in the top 20. I I think that was a really good... I mean, obviously, it's super overdone and obvious at this point, but, you know, in 1990, that was a pretty unique idea. Yeah. And uh, so I I would give them two thumbs up for putting them in the top 20, and that was a good show. Both of those Newhart shows actually were pretty good. Yeah, the original Bob Newhart's totes hilar, bro. The 70s one was even better than the 80s one, but it was was a really good show. Although, don't leave out
1: uh, Daryl, my brother Daryl, and... Larry? name. was there another the brother, Daryl? I can't remember. There was another brother, Daryl. It was three Daryls. That's right. Daryl, Daryl, my other brother, Daryl. Yeah.
3: Now, the only one I I personally felt like could lift off this list, but of course it was from 2013, so they didn't have it, was the Breaking Bad finale. I thought that was really yes. solid for that overall show.
1: Yeah. What year was that? 2014 when that <clears throat> emerged? I think it was 2014. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that would definitely be in the top 10 for sure. Yep. Maybe as high as number three or two. Definitely above St. Elsewhere.
3: Very high up, yeah. Oh, God. St. Elsewhere can go fuck itself. <laughs> that shouldn't even be on here. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys if you had any additions, but I guess we're ending the show. Yeah, no kidding. Jeez. We just added a breaking sure bad. We're to get the fuck out of here. You can call us at
1: 469-665-927. Email us at breakroomshow at um, gmail.com. i tell you what I would add. Scrubs to that list for sure. Yeah, Scrubs. The, well, if you count the... The, only the finale
2: when yeah, J.D. Yeah, yeah, leaves. Yeah. The finale before the med well, school. Well, when J.D. leaves
1: for the first time, before he comes back again for the bullshit. The, well, the, plus the, that show suffered from finale.
3: a couple of bad seasons there near the end anyway, but no. the finale
1: was good. Uh, th- really,
2: the last season was the only one that I, I really didn't like. When they started not all being on the show at the same time, that sucked. Yeah. They also switched networks in the middle of that. Uh, yeah, ABC like and NBC. ABC. they switched to ABC, which they were all promoing it like it was going to be a you know big year, and they weren't sure it was the last at that point. But then, like half the cast was on every episode. Like what the fuck? Yeah, right. It Was stupid. But the finale that year was freaking incredible.
1: Yeah, that was a great finale. Surpassed everything else of that season for sure. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, Blossom.
2: I really, really, really. Even though that show did suffer from some bad, uh, the the second to last season and a lot. No, really, the second to last season. Uh, the Office, the season finale of The Office, was really, really good. Parks and Rec too is another one. Parks and Rec, yeah, for it's comedies.
3: Oh yeah, that was yeah. The last two seasons of The Office pretty much sucked. Except I for don't. The finale.
2: I, I disagree with you on the last season, but um, oh man.
3: Well, the well, he's right. Season 8 was
2: god-awful. Yeah, that one was bad. That one was really, really bad. It got a lot better in 9, um, and the finale was really, really good. Um,
3: I think 9 is the one they still uh, <laughs> shoved Stanley down a greased-up stairwell, so that was pretty stupid.
2: I'm not saying that there weren't bad moments. There were bad moments in any season. I mean, I'm just saying that 8 was particularly... It doesn't matter. The finale was really yeah. good, and it was was more deserving than <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark, is there anything like I feel like there's got to be more in here we're missing. I'm Mark, sure. go ahead and
3: contribute
1: your Doctor Who stuff. No, I'm not. I'm not a big Doctor Who fan for sure. Oh, okay. I mean, if we were going to
2: consider Serenity the uh, finale, for, yeah, that's that's tough though. Uh, Firefly, of course not. Of so course, It's only so got not, 13 episodes. Yeah, it's tough. Fourteen the Firefly
3: episodes. F- a Firefly finale in and of itself is not that great. As a season finale, it wasn't good. It wasn't a finale. That's why yeah. it
2: just acted. It was just a regular episode. Yeah. That's, right. Yeah, it's tough. Um it's a tough thing. Gosh, uh, I'm trying to think. There's gotta be other things. I'm trying to think of what
0: you <laughs> bastard.
1: <laughs> uh, like I said, you can call us four six nine six six five nine eight two You can email us at BreakRoomShow <laughs> at, at, at gmail com. Twitter, we are at the break room, at the mark with the sea, at the WS nine seven seven five and at Navid Central. We are on Facebook. The last
3: one you'll as never get a reply from. Break
1: room Show and That's Instagram. It's not true. Break room show. And if you do us a favor, leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars or more would be awesome. All right, you? We'll catch you guys next time for episode 258 of The Brick Room here in just a couple weeks. Hope to come to you
3: remote yet again.
1: Is this a comment?
2: (laughs) When did it become white collar to wipe your ass and tear it the shit up with pine cones? (laughs) Sniff my spit shine (laughs) asshole. How do you, motherfucker? <laughs> fucking douchebag. Does this have anything to do with Star Wars? Cock and the eggs. So, is it like Crystal Pepsi? Z Kyle.
0: Cash money. <laughs> I fucking hate Another you. Ranger.
2: Do you have a vagina? Excellent. The anus? Texting me an anus. <laughs> We're going to ask women for their breast milk.